Christians. Well, amen. You guys grab your Bible or whatever device you follow Jesus on. Uh, stand to your feet. Definitely let's pray because I need it. <laughs> Grabbed her purse. <laughs> this is not good. All right, y'all repeat after me. Amen. Hold your Bibles up and stand and repeat after me. Say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can be what it says I can be. And I can do what the word says I can do. It's the living seed of God living in me, and I'll never be the same. Never, never, never will I be the same. God increase, pastor decrease. Give me ears to hear what God has to say. I'm going to walk with power and not let the loss get left. Amen. You guys may be seated. I am still so sorry I grabbed your purse and start preaching into it. It wasn't that I grabbed it. I was reaching into it. That's my bag right there, Rita. But her purse was right there, and I started digging into it. Can you imagine coming to a church, and the pastor starts going through your purse? <laughs> That's not wild. Hey, I, I love, I, look, we're, we're going to be, we're going to be preaching about life today, and it, it'll be quick. You, it, uh, the other thing, too, in, in Mimi, just, just in, Real quick, uh, I'm gonna. I'm. At, you pray. I'll have you come up and just tell us. Uh, seven months ago, Mimi's husband passed away. For her to still worship and celebrate God, you know what I mean? Like that just blessed. When you when you called or left me the message and called, I just thought, like we can end, we can do it when things are good, right? Oh man, that's easy. But who is God when it's all not that good? Will you just come and just share, like, just about your joy? You can just take a couple minutes and just come up here and just tell, you know, your joy of, of just how you strength, uh, maintain strength and all that good stuff. Come on up here. Just come up here. Uh, and and, and you can, we can give you a mic or you can carry well. Yeah. 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 Come on up. I'm a Puerto Rican. <laughs>
don't know the type of friends I had, <laughs> who all God used to get me to this point, right? And we, we say here, close doors gently, because you never know when people are going to come back. Come back, come back. I know you're not done. Now, you remember she said she was Puerto Rican. Y'all were here when James, when Pastor Rita came James up, and James Puerto Rican, they keep coming back. Come on back, come back, come back. Come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 there it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that's, that's what I mean, like, it's, and we, we talk about, so I'm speaking in schools in which we have to remind you, because you're in Phoenix, Arizona. So in August, when we go back to Baghdad, Arizona, we'll fly to Phoenix first, and so we'll get to hang out with you for a couple of days, because I've been speaking there for years not knowing that, but way, the way God is using us, and now, you know, your, our relationships, our, our family, our friendships, our relationships that God put together for us, that was, that's, that's us, and never goes away, and like, she knew me, B.R., before Rita, before Christ, she knew she knew that person I was preaching about last week. She knew that dude, right? And, and God still kept speaking. Like, there are times we just don't know our worth and we don't know our value. And sometimes we think we're not making a difference, but you are. As you speak what God tells you to speak, and, and it's going to always come back. You know what I mean? It's going to show up in your life, you know, and, and again, when she reached out to me, I was like, well, yeah, yeah, it, now, she, don't, she didn't ask the questions, and this is why I know what she just said is authentic about staying with it, don't give up, right? She didn't ask me, are y'all still pastors? She didn't ask that question. And that's what a lot of people ask me. Y'all still doing that church thing? It ain't no thing. It's, it's my life, right? It's giving me life. She didn't ask that. She knew what God was doing with us, amen? And so, you know, it's just you... you, you you protect those worthwhile relationships. You know what I mean? Like, if, if something's, <laughs> look, when wrong people leave your life, wrong things stop happening. Right? Right people come into your life, right things start happening. All right. We're going to preach about today, Justice. Let's uh, get this going. Because I promised not to go for an hour. As my sons told me, dude, you preach for an hour. But then they followed up. Justice said, that was one of the best ones. You know, so. But I won't go that long. Hand made, God took it personal when he made us. Amen? Y'all believe that? And so I'm not even going to jump in the screen. You hand made. Remember them gifts from your kids when they were little and they made it by hand? And, and whether you thought they were special, the kid giving it to you, just like, oh, this is the best you're going to get. This little strength, yeah, and you're 22, so you give better gifts than that. But, but it's, it's a, it was something that was handmade. Now, now, the verse that you'll go to is Genesis 2, 7. It says that, 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 that about God making uh, four men out of the dust of the ground and breathe into him, breathe the breath of life into his nostrils, and the, and the man became a living soul. So, again, here's what we've been praying, and especially it's been my prayer for folks dealing with COVID, uh, because one of the things that the capacity to breathe. This is your verse to pray over them. Breathe the breath, breathe the breath of life into his nostrils. Adam existed, but he wasn't alive because he didn't have the breath of God in him. 
And once God breathed in him, he became a living soul. He was conscious of everything except God. Now, once God breathed into him, he became a living soul. Now, here's the deal, though. Up until that point, God had spoke light, darkness, animals. Everything he made, he'd made it by speaking. But when it came to us, he put his hands on it. Like, like I'm handmade. This is, this is the part where, you know, when you get in school, and it's just even singing that song, You're Giving Me Life. I love that because I, I always think about this, and this is maybe morbid. I think about how many times I could have been dead. But I got life. I got life. And I, and I, I look at that, and I was like, he handmade me. God got down, and what he spoke into the existence, right? Uh, Hebrews 11.3 says, the worlds were formed by his words, and then you have to stop and go back. But I was formed by his hand. Like he made me like this. He made me just like, and this is what, this is what we got to do because sometimes we feel like, man, I'm not good enough. Uh, uh, I don't look right. I don't, I'm not, no, you hand made, you know how expensive handmade stuff is? You're valuable. You not, don't, and I, I got to tell these kids, quit being a cheap knockoff. Quit copying everybody else. God made you by hand specifically for the way you are. You know what I mean? Like, like he, you are that, like that, like that blew me away. Now I knew it. I knew this verse. I've been preaching it for 30 years, but I didn't think about the fact that everything before that was just word only was by his mouth. And then he touched me. He put his hands on like, I'm, I'm, I'm like this for a reason. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he hand, we handmade. Say, I was like, Cedric, handmade, dude. I wish he'd handmade me a little taller, but he handmade, he handmade, he did what he did, right? He said, God, did you just run out of dirt? What was happening here? What, what was going on? Handmade. Listen, you, you've got, if you don't value yourself, it is impossible for you to really to love someone else. Right? Because the Bible says the, the, the greatest of all commandments, love the Lord thy God with all their heart, all their mind, all their soul, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. You can't go around helping everybody else or think you're helping everybody else while you abandon you. And it's tough, right? Because when you go through all the stuff and we're thinking about it, even with our kids and everything that they're going through, they, they, they feel like, okay, well, if I just do something for somebody else, they'll like me. And you get caught up in that doing for somebody else and you forget that you become undone while you're doing. And God says, look, I made you specifically for this. I made you specifically. You hand made, like you, the stitching, everything I put to your heart, your, your, your nervous system, all of that is like he, he touched it. It's like it, the animals. Animals were handmade. He spoke them. You are. Some people, listen, it, and this is strange. Some people get medication from the doctor and won't take all of it. But the animals, they'll make sure they take all of that. Not themselves. They'll make the animal will. They'll make sure the animal will. They'll care more for the animal than they will for themselves. Right? And God handmade you so that you could protect your animals and take care of them, but don't treat them better than you treat you. All right, awesome. I'm so glad you're excited about that. I'm, I'm so glad you're excited about you being unique, 
right? Unique. There's a, there's a, there's a specialness about like, like, man, God, your hand was on me because uh, I don't know about you, but sometimes I don't feel as joyful as I should every day. Even though I look like this, and even though I only need a few hours of sleep, that don't mean I always feel as joyful as what God has made me. And, and it always reminds me now even more so because as I go into schools and I'm speaking in schools, even more so these people who have, were once about to take their own lives and they've given me notes that, okay, because of what you just said, I'm not going to kill myself. They connected with how I was handmade, recognized that they're handmade, and realized that they're valuable. I was like, God, it ain't even about me. I can walk out of there. I can leave. I'm like, I'm done. It's, it's got nothing to do with me. I'm handmade. I, I like, like, God, why did you pick me for this struggle? Let me holler at you for a minute. You were handmade to handle what you're handling. He breathed on you specifically for you to handle. You have a different breath. You have a breath of life that others don't have. You have a breath of life that others don't have, and, and, and even in that. So Genesis 1.26, he even made it clear. Genesis 1.26, he said, let us make man in an hour. You can't do that by just talking, right, right, right? And so we said, right, actions speak louder than words, right? And so you can't just, you can't live for Jesus with just running your mouth. You got to actually live for him, right? You got to act like somebody put their hands on you and, and raise you up. And that's why when you pray, when we touch and agree, that's prayer, Right? It's all a matter of reminding us that God created us by hand. Right? Like when, I, when you reach out, yeah, it's touch and agree, right? And so sometimes we get out of that stuff. We think like, I'm the lowest of the lowest. Well, that's where he went to make you. That's where he went to benefit you. That's where he went to grow you. And that, in that low place, he stooped down and started creating out of all that stuff. Remember the dust and he calls a person. But see, again, what happens is, is that we want to, you know, and I heard Stephen Furtick say this, he made fish and then he made uh, birds, right? And it'd be crazy to put a bird in a fishbowl and take a, a fish out of water and throw him in the air. But that's how we try to live sometimes. We try to fly in somebody else's sky, right? Right? Your genius is not how you can copy somebody. God made you specific for you. God made me specifically to marry Pastorita. He made Gordy and Chris specifically, Bianca and Anthony specifically, Milton and Martine. Like, that's you. That's yours. Those are yours. Miss Pamela and Pastor Donnie. That's, that's specific. He said, because can't nobody understand the craft that I made. Like, I've told them to. I've ministered that to them. I don't give everybody your information. This ain't Facebook. This ain't social media. Or here's my birthday. Here's when I. Here's my number. Here's my like. You share TMI. Too much information. So it does that, and then he says, "Okay, now if you would just be you, and don't try to be anything else but you, but how I created you, right? Matthew six thirty three. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Everything else will be added, right? I can't seek God if I don't see how He made me, right?" I, I, it's impossible. And that's why I think he asked the, the blind blotter males, what you want from me? Listen, if God to ask me, if Jesus would ask me that, I'm just saying how my anger is. I'm blind from birth. You know what I want? Why are you asking me to ask you what, what? I was blind from birth. You know what I want. Why would you ask me that? Because some people still don't want healing 
And he ain't going to force himself on you. Some people still don't want it. They can be in a mess for years. And still you need to ask them. We have not because we ask not, right? And so if you're not asking, you're not having. Right? It's, it's all the bottom lines. It's got nothing to do with the notes that we got here. Anyway, we can get people to listen to it on Spotify if they want that, right? I do want to share this, right? So we have to understand when people say negative stuff about you, and, and I don't know about you, but when people said negative things about me, I've often wanted to change when I get around them so I don't give them that opportunity to say that negative thing again. You know what I mean? Like if, if they say something about the way I look, I try to cover that piece up. Not me specifically. I'm just using it. I see the way you're looking like, really? You? Not now. <laughs> Your boy got some issues with not caring. But I've seen people. <laughs> I've, I've seen people. I heard of people that will try to change themselves so they don't get criticized. Right? Especially kids in school. Let me go with that. They will try to look like somebody else, act like somebody, act like the thing that's popular instead of what God made them, right? And so when they do that, they lose sight of who they are. And, and here's, what, here's what it is. If God didn't use words to make you, why are you letting somebody else use words to make you? I don't know how I'm going to fix this up to say it in schools, but I'm going to have to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to figure it out where I don't get kicked out. But that's powerful, right? Because it's words. It's people's negative words. Like, like we, we've done this before. Let me, let me see if with y'all, see if y'all remember. Like some of y'all catch this stuff, right? Uh, how many of y'all remember the, the thing that where I say the answer is seven? You remember that? Y'all remember that? Okay, listen. Everybody say seven. Okay, all of y'all, don't make me mad. Don't make me angry. I'm asking y'all to do something. I'm looking right at you. Say seven. Okay, so some of y'all still not answering. I'm, I'm going to have to cut somebody. You got a knife in your purse, anything like that? I'm just, no, I'm just, I want to hurt him. Listen, the answer is seven. What's three plus four? Five plus two? Six plus one? What's the answer? Right, we come to church, we know the answer is Jesus, not seven. The answer is Jesus. And, and that's a good, but that's good, right? Because I've been telling you what the answer is, but then when the question changed, you could be still stuck. What was your answer years ago may not be your answer today, right? It's just different, right? And y'all like, what's the, who's our answer? Seven. When they bring you your bill for lunch, just write a seven on there and say we out. And then we'll bail you out of jail, right? Now, it only took a matter of seconds, right, to get you stuck on a label. Think about people who've been told for years, you're nothing, you're nobody, I hate you, I don't want you. You're never going to amount to anything. Years. And you come to them and try to encourage them, and they're like, I can't hear it. Because they stuck at seven. They stuck there, that, that, those statements, those, and they forget. We got to let them know you was handmade. They can't describe you because you weren't, you didn't get here by words. There was a whole lot of action to get you here, and I'm not even going to go into that part of it, but, but it took a lot. To get you here, don't let somebody's words take you out. Don't let somebody's threatening. In fact, uh, Peter said, behold their threatenings. God grant unto us boldness that we would be able to speak your word. So, so you can't let them do that because, again, if you start living under them, they'll, you'll, start, you'll have to disfigure yourself. You will have to cut out things you knew God wanted you to keep in. All right? And that's not... 
what God wanted me to do. If God would have wanted me to be quiet, a, a soft talker, he'd have made me that way. I'm not. I can't. Or at times I'm just loud for no reason. But that's between God and I. I don't want you to ever live to please man, live to please God, and he'll show you how to please the people around you. Right? That's why I seek you first the kingdom of God, everything else will be added. Ephesians 2 and verse 8 through 10, I'm only going to take a piece of this. It says we are God's handiwork. So he keeps talking about it. He keeps saying he's a workmanship. We're, we're God's handiwork. You were made by the hand of God. So he designed us specifically for good works, though. Right? By grace, you are saved. Right? There's nothing we could do to get saved except accept a free gift. Okay? Because if it would have taken fixing a, a transmission or carburetor, I wouldn't get into heaven. Okay? It was by grace. I had to accept that by grace. Now, there was a response to grace that he said, I saved you and your workmen's handiwork unto good works. You should now live like God saved you. Right? We'll use our marriage. I was single. And then I became married. Okay? I became married. Now, by the grace of God, he that finds a wife finds a good thing. My life now has to change. What I used to do as a single person, I can't do no more. Not only, now I'm handmade, she's handmade, we're crafted by God to be together. So now we stitched together. I can't live like I don't have the grace and mercy of marriage. We can't live like we don't have the grace and mercy of God. He said, we'll be a bride to him. We'll be a bride to him. I don't, I don't want to say this too much, but the, I, I don't want to struggle with this too much. And I don't want anyone to be offended. Actually, I really don't care. But when they start saying that women can't, speak in church he calls all of us the bride of christ so what am i doing up here then if i'm the bride and then he calls everybody the sons of god so he wasn't hung up in that area right he wasn't hung up in there. So I like your handiwork and your God handmade you. When you speak out of the existence that God created you, that's powerful. When you show the love that God created you, that's powerful. When you show the caring and friendship that God created you, that's powerful. That's the hand of God. That's the handiwork of God working on us, which means he's no respecter of person. And when he dug into the ground, he was looking at, here's what you can be. Right? And we know Jeremiah 1.5, I knew you before you was in your mother's womb. Before you was conceived, you existed. Right? Right? And so that's like, man, God was there. God was there. God was there. God was there. Before time, God was there. He's always there. And he's, he's like shaping, shaping, molding. It's, 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 um, it's the potter's wheel. And, and it's, it's the whole thing. He's shaping. 
Jeremiah 4.18, he's, he's shaping, he's molding. And, and then it says it was marred in the potter's hand. That, that there are times, even if you're in church, things are still going to happen. But don't get off the wheel. <laughs> don't go, I'm getting off this. You ain't shaping me no more, God. Listen, if you don't get through this part, another one is coming. And I just recently heard there's a reason why the wilderness tends to take people longer. You go through the wilderness so that you can leave things out there in order to go into the promised land. But if you keep wilderness stuff, you'll have to stay where it is. And that's why I took 40 years instead of 11 days. Right? But if I leave wilderness, I'm in there for a reason. I need to leave something here. Anger, whatever. And then I'm going to go into promised land. It's tough. It is tough because we know that drug addiction is bad, right? Alcohol addiction, tobacco, vapor, whatever stuff they're using, anything, pain medication, they seem like whatever they can find, they're using it to get high with it, right? Uh, but people addiction is just as bad. And so then your worship turns to this ground level person instead of a king of kings and lord of lords, right? And so then you're not, you're not worshiping the one that made you. Me and my dad were talking, and he just he got called to ministry at 72. So he's at his fifth year. He was, we were talking about this, and, and he said, this, he, was, he was just saying it, it concerns him that people are saying, well, I just don't pray God send me wherever you want to send me. And he was like, what? He said, but what, my dad was like, what if that's the will of God for you to be sent there? Well, that's why I don't ask. God ain't asking. He's telling you that's where you need to go. And we were talking, and we were supposed to get off the phone an hour, but then it was two hours. We were talking. And, and I, I said, uh, Pastor Rita said, and, and I kind of quote her stuff, that the safest place on earth is the will of God. The most dangerous place on earth is outside the will of God, right? And so it's like, he says, I made you for this work. I made you for peace. I made you to have hope. I made you to walk in the power and strength of God. I didn't make you for abuse. I didn't make you for hurt. I didn't make you for abandonment. I made you for healing, restoration, peace. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, all that's within me. Bless his holy name. I made for you to be blessed going in, blessed going out, to be a blessing to other people. That's what I made you for. I did not make you to be ashamed. I didn't make you for shame. I didn't. Psalms 139, verse 13 through 15. We know verse 14, but I'm going to read the other two around it first. For you form my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That's the one we know. Marvelous are your works, and I know this very well. And I want, to just, I want to stop at that verse 4 because verse 14, you need to read that very last sentence of verse 14, I know this very well. You need to know how well, you need to know well how well God made you. You need to know that part of you really well so nobody can take it from you. And when you know that well, that's going to keep you well. There's so much in the well. That's your water. 
That's your healing. That's your restoration. That's your well. That's your best mind. That's your best mentality. That's your best thought. So then he goes, my frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. This is dealing with, listen, we got a lot of our kids going through body shaming. Send this to them. Send it. They need to know you, you're, not, you're not an accident. You're not, you know. That was, that was one of the big things, too, when we first got married. Uh, people was, asked me, how did you get her? She's so pretty. How did you get her? And, y'all, my temper wasn't all, all together healed at this time. And I would just stare at them like... So then I tried to get clever. I was like, well, when she wasn't looking, I hit in the head and she woke up married. (laughs) Who say stuff like that? Who's like, I I get it. I get it. She's real pretty. How I get her? How'd you get her? I said, well, God, God brought her into my life and brought me into her life. You should be asking her how she got me. (laughs) I'm a good thing, too. My stuff. But again, what I found out, right, because so many of our, our kids are, are not hearing the, the stories of how God can put people together and how the love of God and the faithfulness of God can help you that they're, they're, they're giving up or isolating. It's never going to happen for me. It's never going to be good for me. My life is never going to be better. If you only knew what went through my mind, I'm telling you, let this go through your mind. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. That means fearfully, that's, that, that particular statement in the Hebrew means respect. You are made to be respected. You are made with respect, therefore you must be respected. Quit going around people that are rejecting you and not respecting you. Right? Cancel that audition. Wonderfully, with wonder. I want to jump to this last note. If we could see half of what is going on within us, we wouldn't dare think of moving from God's plan. If you could just see what's going on within you, you wouldn't even think about moving from God's plan. I believe God's got a great plan he's going to do with us, share with us, help with us, and help every one of us do something great, no matter what stage of life we're in. This is why Abraham and Sarah could have a baby, because God said, I made you with my hands. I didn't make you under the rules of this world, right? Because when we get under the rules of this world, what we say? I'm too old. I'm too short. I'm too dark. I'm too bald. I'm too whatever. And God said, I didn't make you with rules. I made you with my hands, right? This is why the, this is why the scientists can't tell you I, th- this earth, we're only 6,000 years old. They can say whatever they want because uh, they can't tell you because when eternal hands touch something, it put years that can't even be counted because the hands that made it. That's how that worked. Go put some black ink all over your hands. Sit on everything you touch. Turn black. And when your hands got eternity on them, everything you touch turns into that years. And that's why they'll say millions and billions. They don't know, but it's only 6,000. It was just an eternal hand made something in in a short period of time. Okay. Understanding how God made us makes us solving our problems. Solving whatever problem you have, it's worth solving. All right? Last thing. What's the answer again? Seven. Seven. Thank you all for staying with me. Appreciate that. Psalms 22, verse 3. This is, this, this is my last one. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabits the praises of Israel. 
or let me say this, the praises of his people. Now, if God inhabits our praises, that means the devil inhabits our complaints. So you got to quit complaining because all you're doing is feeding the monster, right? You're feeding the monster, right? Feeding the monster. Hey, listen, you're going to wake up some days. You're not going to be as encouraged. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying how long you stay there is going to feed that thing and whether you bounce back or not. Because every day it's just not going to look the same. It's just not. But, but you cannot. And, and God inhabits, say something nice, say something good. Um, and, and again, I'll, I'll try this with y'all one more time. If you've ever been down and you don't look for uplifting things, you just want to kind of stay in that down mode for a while. You'll even get a slower Christian song. Yeah, this is about, even the babies stop crying on that. Look, they know that that's wrong. And you have to encourage, you have to find a way to be lifted up. God inhabits our praises. The devil inhabits your complaining. Who are you feeding the most? All right? Who are you feeding the most? Who are you going to... Who are you going to feed? Like all of these folks and, and things and words that God has given you to speak uh, over in people's lives and, and being able to do the things. He says that and put us in that part. So, uh, again, I said earlier we can't fly in somebody else's sky. Ignorance <laughs> looks like confidence when it's from a distance. It looks like they are confident, but it's from a distance. You get up close, you can realize they have no idea what they're doing. Have no idea. But they want to keep you at a distance, right? So they can look like, oh, man, I got it together. You don't really know much at all. So we have to stay in the hand of God, and there will always be light on why you are here. What on earth am I here for? Right? What on earth am I here for? What am I supposed to be doing? What, what does God call me to do at this point in my life? God, you say... I just read I'm handmade. That means that there are some things and people that needs to see what you've made and see it on purpose and, and watch as the testimony goes forward. Amen? All right, you guys bow your heads, bow your heads, bow your heads. And if you can find the voice of God, Jay, that would be good and, and move it about midway through. As your heads are bowed and eyes are closed, Father, we just pray and, and I thank you for each and every person here. Each and every person, the value of every human being in this room, Lord God, just knowing you got down and you stooped and you made them. You made them. You put your hand on them. Nothing more threatening to feel like I don't matter. I'm not valued. I don't, I don't, I don't feel wanted. I don't feel necessary. And Lord, I just pray right now in the name of Jesus that there will be a, a, a revelation and God you took your time to make me you made it personal to make me and I pray every negative word every negative abuse every attack every hit every fingerprint of something that was that was negative in, in lives to be gone right now in the name of Jesus that there will be a freedom to come back that out of the dust of the earth I didn't just get any breath I got the breath of life breathe on me I got the goodness of God that his breath came forth and now I'm a living soul. I'm not living by my surroundings. I'm not living by what people think. I'm not living by pop popularity. I'm a living soul. And Lord, what benefits a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul?
But now that I know that my soul breathes, my soul has air from heaven. Lord, thank you for waking me up. Thank you, Lord God, that I'm no longer reminded about the scars on my body, but the scars that were on your body for me to be made free and be made whole. I'm no longer in that place. Help me, Lord Jesus, as I take steps after this service, I take steps to remove people and things from my life that never should have been there. They are not celebrating what you made. They're trying to turn me into what they want. But today, I end that. Today, I cancel all auditions. I'm no longer going to audition for friends and people that never really loved me, that wanted to run around with me but couldn't stand with me. So, Lord, we ask for that freedom. Father, we thank you for what you've knit together and formed by your hands. I'm handmade. I'm too valuable for complaining. I'm too valuable for backbiting. I'm too valuable for getting uh, down on myself. I'm too valuable, according to the will of God, to quit, to give up, to give in, to go under. There's too much on me. I'm made with too much. So, Lord, I may as well stand and let you inhabit my praises. I give it to you. Father, we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen, 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 amen. Listen, know your worth. Know your worth. Don't go sell. Don't go sell for nothing cheap. Amen. Know your value. Pray gigantic, big prayers. Do not insult God with some little stuff that you could fix. Wouldn't that be crazy? God, start my car. Walk across the street and pray for somebody that's lost. Amen. All right. Love you guys. We got some immune booster juices back there that I've made. Please drink it. Uh, and then we love you and you're dismissed.